So, a little baseball. Let's talk a little baseball. Why not? Huh? Why the hell not? Let's start with the Mets because I have to admit, like, I'm hoping Andy Martino is incorrect. I'm hoping Andy Martino is wrong because the report that came out yesterday from Andy Martino is hot garbage as far as I'm concerned for the Mets. I mean, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Andy Martino reported yesterday that pretty much the Mets are wrapping up their offseason and they have another 10 million or so, and that's not a firm number, but pretty much all you can expect is them to put a little bit more into the bullpen. They that you you should not expect to add a DH. You should not expect to add another piece to this rotation. You should not expect to add another outfielder. No JD Martinez. No one to bolster this lineup. No one to bolster this rotation that is full of guys that, you know, are not really guys you can trust. You know, guys who are like, again, Severino might have a great year if he stays healthy. Quintana, same thing. Uh, we'll see what Adrian Hauser is as a Met. And, you know, there's some hope about what Manaya was at the end of last year. And he's changed his pitches, his pitching style a little bit. And he's throwing more four-seamers. And even though he worked out of the bullpen a lot last year, he made a couple of starts at the end of the year and was, was pretty good. And they like his pitch selection. Uh, and they like his repertoire. And they think he can revert back uh, to being the pitcher even more so than he was in Oakland. So, great. Those all might work out. But none of them are. It's it's Kodai Singa and Quintana as being a solid pitcher, at least you saw from the, the year last year with the Mets. Other than that, there's nothing to this rotation. And there are still play. I understand that there's the idea that Montgomery wants to be a Ranger. And I understand the idea that Snell's going to ask for a lot of money. And I understand the idea the Mets are, I don't know, planning for a couple years from now. Great. This offseason is an absolute disaster. I don't care what anybody says. It's an absolute disaster. They have done nothing. I don't understand the plan. I, I, I mean, I guess I, I guess I understand what they're telling me the plan is, which is to do nothing and wait. For what? Spend uh, for what? I get not doing some of the things the Mets did. I understand not trade. Uh, no one's going to kill him. At least I'm not going to not for not trading Juan Soto. I'm not going to go crazy about not looking to trade for one of these pitchers. I don't think I. I think them not being in the Dylan Cease discussion, which the Yankees are, and we'll get into in a second. I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with trading away assets right now. Or not trading away assets, should I say. I'm fine with the idea the Mets are building, acquiring assets, trying to restock the farm, and become a stable franchise for a while. I get that. Money doesn't affect that. The word budget, the word that they are almost at their budget, they have $10 million more million in the budget, is an absolute joke. And the Mets should never have a budget. Now, that doesn't mean... What, what do I mean when I say the Mets should never have a budget? That does not mean that they should go out and get everybody and spend $400 million on a payroll or whatever. What I'm saying is is when they've had an offseason like this, when they had a season like last year, the most disappointing arguably in the franchise's history, when you consider the expectations heading into the year, when you have an owner who has unlimited pockets, you do not approach an, an offseason that, let's be honest, there's a ton of guys still available. 
This is a slow-moving offseason. There are still pitchers. There are still players that fit them. Outfielders. DHs. People to bolster a rotation, something. There are people out there available that can help the Mets. So I don't mean that you should spend every dollar. And I don't mean that you should have, you know, every single great player on the Mets. But when you've had this offseason, when you've done pretty much nothing except sign a bunch of question marks at the rotation, uh, for the rotation, which they des- that's the only thing they needed. They literally needed bodies, so they went out and got bodies. And some of them I, I, re- I respect. I think Luis Severino has an opportunity. I think Quintana's solid. We'll see what Hauser is. And I think, you know, Manaya might have found something and could be a, a decent left-handed uh, pitcher in this rotation. And I and I think Senga, I don't know if he's an ace-ace, but he's a good, solid pitcher. So they needed bodies. They needed innings. They got the bare minimum. When you're the Mets, when you're Steve Cohen, when you do the bare minimum, you do not set a budget on the end of this offseason, which isn't even at the end considering how many people are available. If someone falls to you, if you're you should be out there shopping. There should never be a budget. Not off this season and not with the limited money they've spent and what they've done here. If Snell falls to you, if for whatever reason Boris comes back and says, "Hey, look, we're looking for a short-term deal, you know, bigger money, but hey, you know, it doesn't affect you moving forward." It's not going to be an albatross contract around your neck for years to come. Like you say, no, now nah, I'm on a budget here. I got ten million more dollars to spend. And we'll again. I'm hoping that Andy Martino is slightly off in his reporting because there's no such thing as a budget when you haven't spent any money here. You've got to be open and still aggressive and still seeing if things can make sense for you. You don't just go, ah, we're pretty much done, and we're looking at maybe a couple of rotation, a uh, couple of uh, bullpen pieces. Absolute nonsense from this Met offseason. And the amount of Met fans, like, we'll see if this report upsets people. I saw, you know, Sal and BT talking about it, and I don't think Sal liked it either. Even for the Met fans who aren't expecting much, this is nothing. This rotation is awful. I mean, I under the a perfect world, could it be a solid rotation? If Luis Severino is healthy and his normal self and makes 30 starts, he could be an excellent number two behind Sanga. And hell, he might end up being the number one. Senga had a great year last year. I expect similar numbers, if not the same. Quintana was solid for the Mets over a whole year. Is it possible he's a one of the better number three starters in baseball? I suppose, or you know, right up there. Can uh, Manaya be a left-handed pitcher who's figured it out, throwing the high fast, the four-seam fastball, and you know, getting better control than he's had over the last couple of years, and reverting back to being a, a mid to low three RA pitcher? Great, great. All possible. I don't know how likely. And all of them happening is extremely unlikely. And Peterson's not going to be available. And you're looking at McGill and Buto as the two guys who are going to back up that rotation. How can you be done? How can you definitively be done? It makes no sense to me. None. This is a disaster of an offseason. I hate what the Mets have done. If I was a Mets fan, I would be furious at what's going on here. You bring in David Stearns to run this organization, and his first year he decides to pretend like he's still running Milwaukee? Like, I don't get it. 
Spend money. Bring players to this team. Have a season and have a future. What's stopping the Dodgers? They just signed Tasker Hernandez to a one-year deal. Oh, they well, you don't understand, Chris. They're a, you know, a destination. They Everyone wants to go there. Make the Mets somewhere everybody wants to go. I mean, you're telling me you're not going to add... Uh, Evan and, and different people, uh, Mets fans I had a discussion with, I think even Flegelman and different people, well, listen. This is when 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 Bader got signed. Well, this is a one move thing. I mean, Bader is a a solid player. He hits left handed pitching to a nine hundred OPS, and you know he's a good platoon guy. He's your starting center fielder. I mean, sure, could you could you you know move McNeil to the outfield on certain days and 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 play those games? Sure, but that that's a that's a, a weak outfield of Nimmo McNeil. And um, Marte, who is so injury-prone that they're celebrating the idea he played a full nine innings in the outfield. I saw that story. Woo! Marte played a full nine innings. Bader, that's your move. That's the move to help the offense this year. And it's not even to help the offense. It's to help the defense. Like, again, it's a report. They might turn around and sign, and sign Montgomery tomorrow. I don't know. But I am, if this is the offseason, if they go out and pick up another couple of relief pitchers for $10, $15 million in quality, a quality in offseason, and we'll see you at spring training, what a disaster. What a disaster. And for the Yankees, the Yankees had a powwow. Yankees had to go to Tampa. Yankees had a really get together and figure out how they can, you know, work things out. What are they going to do? And it seems like they're down to two. I think everybody expects Montgomery to go back to Texas right now because, you know, again, the Mets aren't involved in it, but it's okay. I don't don't know why, but okay, they're not. Um, So it sounds like he wants to go back to Texas. And there were some reports, again, that he seems bitter towards the Yankees a little bit or, you know, all things being equal, rather not return. I, I don't understand it. I, I can't keep speaking to my house. Am I speaking about this till my face is blue? Montgomery has nothing to be upset about with the New York Yankees. He has absolutely nothing. They traded him. It helped him. He went somewhere else and learned some new tricks and got better and won a World Series. The Yankees brought him up. The Yankees dra- the Yankees brought him through their farm system. The idea that you know he should have some ill will about being traded. It's a business. Do you hate the Cardinals? Would you go back to the Cardinals if they offered you money? They traded you too. And and the idea that they, they said he couldn't be a playoff pitcher is, is just nonsense. The Yankees never said that. I'm not even sure what the Yankees said about that one particular year, but they made a decision, an outfielder and a defensive center fielder and someone who could help that team uh, that was going to the playoffs more than a fifth pitcher in that rotation. They made a decision, right, wrong, and different. The guy ended up being a great their best postseason hitter, by the way, but whatever the case may be, Montgomery has no reason to be mad at the Yankees. But it sounds like Montgomery's out. So they're down to two people. It doesn't sound like, as of right now, Burns or Bieber are, are hot on the trade market. I, I hope they are because I like those two options better than the two options the Yankees are discussing right now. Burns is my guy. That's who I want. But it sounds like right now the Yankees got had a powwow to discuss whether or not they are going to pay for Blake Snell or trade for Dylan Cease. It sounds like those are the two options. Uh, I think the Orioles obviously are on the, on the Cease uh, trade as well, and they clearly have more assets and more prospects to trade for Cease. 
So if they're if they're gung ho about it, I would think the Orioles would win that. But the Yankees are determined to add, and at least that's the one thing. And say what you want, the Yankees might come up empty. And I guess if that happens, you'll make it uh, the the detractors, the the Cashman and Hal haters, and the Met fans will tell you that it was all a big uh, facade, and they were never interested. They just fooled you into thinking they were interested. But I do believe the Yankees are genuinely interested, and so that's that's the real difference. So the 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 Met fan who will troll about, what have you done besides Juan Soto? You're right, nothing. It is Juan Soto. But you're right, nothing since. But at least it seems like the Yankees recognize they need to go do something. The players are not gone yet. And as of right now, the Yankees are in it. And they got together to try to see which one would they do. Should they go pay Snell or should they try and trade for Cease? And for me, I don't know how much I like Dylan Cease. I like him better than Snell, I suppose. But I don't know if I want to trade Spencer Jones, who right now is the Yankees' top prospect, a six foot seven outfielder who has raw talent and raw power and has, you know, really kind of um, emerged here. Obviously, that was he was their best prospect even before uh, Jason Dominguez made the major leagues. So I mean, he he jumped Dominguez in the prospect ranking. Uh, that's what people think of him, and I don't know if I'm willing to trade away my best piece. And my best guy for a uh, a right-handed pitcher that you know is is solid, young, controllable for the next couple of years, but I mean I don't know how good he is. I know he's he he was leading in the 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 sword category, whatever that is, uh, which is bad swings taken. But like I don't know. Like let's look at his numbers together here. Last year for the White Sox. He pitched, he had 33 starts. He threw 177 innings. He gave up 19 home runs. He walked 79 guys, which is, you know, a decent amount. 214 strikeouts. Had an ERA of 458. Now, the year before, in 32 starts, had an ERA of 2.2. And finished second in the Cy Young. And this year, the the White Sox were awful. They fell apart. He still has good strikeout numbers. He still has good swing and stuff, swing and miss stuff. DRA obviously was four and a half, not great, um, but he's trending in the right direction. He's he's twenty. He'll be twenty eight years old this year. You're getting a pitcher on the right side of thirty with controllable numbers, with controllable years. But I don't know if I want to give up the biggest pieces in an organization that has already made trades for Verdugo and for Juan Soto that have deplenished the pitching. And now I got to give up, and and that's what they're going to want, and that's what it's going to take. They're going to have to give up Spencer Jones to get him. Do you want to give up your best position player for another starting pitcher? When honestly, I think you can get away with a Peraza or a Pereira or both to go get a, if available, a Burns or a Bieber who are one year rentals. I would rather do that. I would rather give up less for the rentals than give up more for the controllable pitcher. And if it's if that's not possible, and it comes down to Dylan Cease or uh, obviously um, the pitcher from San Diego, who I've said his name a million times today, and now has suddenly uh, evaded my stupid mind, and Fleegelman's in the middle of something, he's not hearing me ramp and can't come up with the name for the pitcher from San Diego. Look at him; he has no idea what's going on. He has no idea. Fleegs, who pitches for San Diego? 
Who's the, who's the free agent pitcher the Yankees are interested in? From San Diego? Yes. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. Well, because the only free agent from San Diego I can think of, I don't. It's Hater, but I don't think they're no, interested. No, 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 no. The starting pitcher that I've said his name three times in the last twenty minutes. Go ahead. Oh, Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Thank you very much. Sometimes I lose my mind. If it's between Blake Snell and if it's between... I don't know why I was thinking of him as not from San Diego. Yeah, I know. I'm, He's I'm still losing, a rate of me. I'm losing my mind. No, that's on me. I'm just messing around. Uh, and I would have got it eventually. Then I was playing games with you. But Snell or Dylan Cease, I absolutely, I think I go Snell. I'd rather just spend the money. I'd rather spend the money. I'm not sure where his market is. I know that right now he's got uh, the the agent. He's got everyone's agent. Like, And I think that's part of it, too. The idea that one agent controls almost the entire free agents that are left, he's playing the game. He's not stupid. He's the super agent. He is going to play this game out. And I think that's had a lot to do with the slow-moving market because we all thought once Otani went, once Yamamoto went, that we would start to see some of these pitchers just get off the board. But here we are playing the game, and we're waiting for Snell's numbers to come down. And I think that's what the Yankees are waiting. And I think, I don't know what the market is right now. I think his numbers are going to have to come down. And we've heard reports he's intrigued with the Yankees. We've heard reports that, you know, maybe he'd be willing to do different kind of contract things. And certainly, we understand pushing money down the line. That's the new thing. That's the new trend in baseball. So for me, as much as I probably think Dylan Cease is a better fit, will long-term be better for the Yankees, and, and Snell scares me, and Snell and his walk rate scare me. And the idea of the years he's put in between his Cy Young scare me. I still think next year for 24, I would rather just spend money. I've already traded. I would make the smaller trade that gets me Burns or gets me a rental because I'm willing to move on from Peraza. I'm willing to move on from Pereira. I'm willing to move on from Oswaldo Cabrera. I'm willing to move on from you know another maybe pitching prospect but I don't want to give up the farm. I don't want to have to give up my best prospects to get Dylan Cease. I'd rather spend money. But that's the decision the Yankees are, are currently debating. They're in Tampa. Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, all the, all, all the underlings, all the guys we hate as Yankee fans can't despise, this front, can't despise this front office enough. All those guys are in Tampa right now deciding, and what it sounds like, is spending the money for Snell on an overreach for a starting pitcher? Because that's really the question. Like, the question is, we need to go get another rotation piece. The Yankees know it. Hal Steinbrenner knows it. Brian Cashman knows it. They are all in for next year. This rotation's not good enough. They need another top-end piece to this rotation. So do right now they have a question. Do they overspend and give more money to Snell than they think is fair? Or do they overspend and give more prospects to Chicago for Cease than they think is fair? Because that's where they're – if they thought they were making a good deal, I think they would have made it already. I think they're looking at the numbers that that Blake Snell is asking and saying this is – I'm not comfortable giving Blake Snell that contract. And they are looking at the asking price for Dylan Cease, and Cashman is saying I am not comfortable with giving up those amount of prospects, and particularly in my mind, uh, the number one prospect, Overall, in Spencer Jones, I don't think the Yankees are comfortable with either deal. 
And right now they're having a powwow because they know on some level they're going to have to be uncomfortable. Because as uncomfortable as they are with Snell's contract offer or uh, you know expectation, and as uncomfortable as they may be with the package it needs to go get Dylan Cease, what they're most uncomfortable with is trading for Juan Soto going all in on this year and having this rotation. That's the most uncomfortable. So it's all a matter of where do you want to put your uncomfort? Where are you willing to be unhappy? And right now, I am with them, and that's why they're meeting, because I'd rather be unhappy making a mistake on Snell or making a mistake giving away Spencer Jones than I would be making a mistake not doing enough for this 24 season, because I am all in. So that's why they got together to decide which way should we be uncomfortable. And at least I respect them for that because you need to understand this. And for too many years, the Yankee group has been unwilling to be uncomfortable. Brian Cashman has been unwilling to make a deal he doesn't love and he's not comfortable with. He's not willing to overpay for this guy because it doesn't make him comfortable. This is a year where they have to go out. And they, listen, it started with, I don't think they were comfortable giving up Michael King. I think Hal Steinbrenner stepped in and said, screw it. You got to go do it. I don't think Cashman loved that deal. I think Cashman was willing to wait. He wanted Juan Soto, but I think he was willing to wait to see what the price tag was after um, you know, certain things went down, whether it be Otani or whatever. He was willing to wait because he knew San Diego needed to trade him. But thankfully and smartfully, the, the, the owner stepped in and said, no, 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 make this trade now. We desperately need him. So if you're going to overpay and go get Juan, Juan Soto and give up something that makes you uncomfortable – the uncomfortability can't stop there because right now I am uncomfortable with this rotation and I'd rather figure out a way to make it better than only make a deal I'm comfortable with. And that's why they're meeting because they're trying to figure out what to do. But at least I feel as a Yankee fan, I totally feel this way. And Yankee fans, you let me know. 877-337-6666. Do you think they are on the, are on the precipice of making a deal? Do you believe they realize they have to go do something? Do you, are you believing the reports that they are meeting so that they can figure out what top end of the rotation piece they go get? I think they're determined to do it. They recognize it, it has to be done, and they're just trying to figure out whether it's overpay money-wise or overpay prospect-wise. And anytime in an uncapped sport, to me, it's a no-brainer. Go overspend with money as opposed to prospects. 877-337-6666. Dom, I see your call. We're going to get to you after a short break. Your Yankee calls, your Met calls. The Mets are on a budget. The Yankees don't know which way to overspend. That's where we are in this slow, drag out, take forever baseball offseason. But hopefully we are reaching a, a, a crucial point here. And the Yankees, and I would love to see the Mets, go out there and add to their rotation. 